June's Journey is a fascinating hidden object mystery gaming app where you'll play as June Parker, tasked with a daunting obligation, solve your sister's murder. Set in the 1920s, the era of glitz and glam, this family mystery is one for the ages. Everyone's a suspect until your investigation determines otherwise. The clues are all around you, hidden within tricky twists and turns. You'll collect detailed information about each character in your photo album where you'll comb over every detail. You can even join a detective's club to chat and play with others or against them in the detective's league. With hundreds of puzzles to solve, you should probably get started today. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. I can't breathe uproar. And timeline to calamity. Moment by moment, what went wrong? And the college student on the run. The new sighting. Was he hiding out in this abandoned honeymoon destination? He then set off on foot along these railroad tracks and disappeared down the line. Plus, scrubbed. What's so proudly we had. And the sleek new astronaut spacesuit, designed by the guy who did Wonder Woman's costume. Then, Megan and Harry, spied on by drones. Are drones hovering 20 feet above their heads? as they play with baby Archie. And Chrissy Teigen. She's getting her breast implants taken out during the pandemic. He's the doctor who reportedly put them in. I've heard that she is having her implants removed and I wish her the very best. And say a little prayer for baby Lucas from the Amazon delivery driver. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The family of the Minneapolis man who died after being pinned to the ground by cops is demanding that murder charges be brought against the officers who placed him under arrest. This comes as new videos have emerged, which provide a moment-by-moment -moment timeline of what happened. We have the latest on that and the protests, which show no signs of abating over the death of George Floyd. Chaos in Minneapolis as angry protesters clash with cops. Thousands gathered at the intersection where 46-year-old George Floyd was choked by a cop digging in with his knee. We don't have enough cops. They smash the windows of police cars. And cops in riot gear use tear gas and non-lethal rounds. Pulling more glass balls, moving the crowd. Protesters used milk to wash tear gas from their eyes. Now we're developing a moment-by-moment -moment timeline of the events leading to Floyd's death. It starts at 8 p.m. at this grocery store. Police are called because Floyd was suspected of passing a counterfeit $20 bill. 8.34, cops find Floyd in an SUV parked nearby and handcuff him. This video was shot from another vehicle. Surveillance video from a restaurant shows Floyd is not resisting as he's removed from the SUV. 8.38, he is marched across the street by two officers. Several missing minutes go by without video. The timeline picks up when a passerby begins shooting video of a cop with his knee pressed into Floyd's neck. Floyd can be heard telling the cops he cannot breathe 15 times. The gathering crowd can see Floyd is unconscious. Bro, he has not moved, not one time. Forensic pathologist Dr. Judy Melanick analyzed the video for Inside Edition. 
pressure on the neck can make someone unconscious within seconds and then kill them on the order of minutes. What we see in the video is that there is pressure put on his neck for at least four minutes before he becomes unconscious. Outrage over Floyd's death continued today. Basketball great LeBron James posted a photo of former quarterback Colin Kaepernick taking a knee side by side with the image of a cop's knee on Floyd's neck with the comment, this is why. It's very, very powerful. President Trump is also speaking about the tragedy. Very sad event. Very, very sad, sad event. Floyd's grieving sister appeared on Good Morning America. I don't understand how someone could possibly let an individual go out like that. He's telling the officer he can't breathe. Floyd grew up in Houston where he was a high school football star. KTRK-TV unearthed video of him scoring a touchdown. We went into our archives and we actually found video. We covered him at one of his games in 1992. Friends and former classmates described Floyd as a gentle giant. George Floyd's sister said today that she believes without those eyewitness videos, police would have swept this incident under the rug. To mask or not to mask, it really shouldn't be a question. Health officials say it is the smart thing to do, but some apparently see wearing a face mask as political. Here's the latest in the ongoing debate over face masks. Mask wars is heating up. The president now chastising a reporter for choosing to keep his on. I couldn't hear you. The can, second you can you take it off because I cannot hear I'll, you? I'll just speak louder, sir. Oh, okay, good. You want to be politically correct. Go ahead. No, sir. I just want to wear Go the ahead. mask. Joe Biden blasted Trump for mocking him for wearing a mask. He's a fool. An absolute fool to talk that way. He changed his Twitter profile picture to the photo that was used to mock him. This this macho stuff for a guy oh, I shouldn't get going, but it, it, it just is. It, it's cost people's lives. It's costing people's lives. Now, one of the president's biggest supporters, Fox News' Sean Hannity, is weighing in on that video of the lake of the Ozarks pool party over Memorial Day weekend. Please wear the mask, do it for your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa. The owner of the bar is speaking out today, saying in a statement, no laws were broken. He says the temperatures of all the revelers were checked before they were allowed in. We're seeing some troubling new numbers today. The death toll here in the U.S. has officially surpassed 100,000. And there's another stat that shows the impact the shutdown is having on the nation's mental health. 30% of all Americans are said to now be suffering from anxiety or depression after three months of isolation and soaring unemployment. We're not used to being so vulnerable. We're not used to being cooped up. We're not used to being isolated from the friends and family members that we love so much. And also at the same time, having our own existential fears. This is a pandemic. People are dying from it. People are contracting serious illnesses. And that leads us to feel very out of control. And an extraordinary exchange took place live on cable TV today. You panicked about the market, panicked about COVID, panicked about the ventilators. Two anchors at C NBC got into a shouting match over how each other has reacted to the COVID crisis. 100,000 people died, Joe, and all you did was try to help your friend, the president. That's what you did every single morning on this show. Every single morning on this show, you abused and abused your position, Joe. That's totally unfair. You abused and abused your position. 
In other news today, the manhunt continues for the University of Connecticut senior wanted for two murders as well as other crimes. As Les Trent reports, investigators are now following some new leads. A possible new sighting of the college student on the run for an alleged double murder. Cops say these photos were taken at a convenience store in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, near the Maryland border. That's 180 miles from East Stroudsburg, where Peter Manfredonia was last seen walking down these train tracks. Cops say an Uber dropped Manfredonia off at a Walmart just over there, and that he then set off on foot along these railroad tracks and disappeared down the line. They say a duffel bag he is carrying contains guns that he stole during his rampage. The tracks are located in what seemed like a perfect hiding spot. The scenic Pocono Mountains in Pennsylvania that was once a popular destination for honeymooners. But it has since fallen on hard times. The region is now peppered with abandoned buildings that used to be filled with newlyweds and other tourists. Any of them would make a good refuge for the fugitive. This crumbling hotel is less than 10 minutes away from the small town of East Stroudsburg, where 24-year-old University of Connecticut senior Peter Manfredonia was last seen. The heat may have gotten too much for Manfredonia, leading to that possible new sighting in the convenience store. Cops believe he then took an Uber across the state line to Hagerstown, Maryland. If anybody spots Peter Manfredonia or anybody fitting the description of the suspect. They are asked to call 911 immediately. Uh, law enforcement cannot iterate enough uh, not to approach him. He's to be considered armed and extremely dangerous. Police say they don't believe Manfredonia has a vehicle and they've alerted local ride sharing services to be on the lookout for the suspect. Prince Harry and his wife Meghan continue to shelter in California, and the LAPD is confirming they are concerned for their welfare after several drones were spotted flying over their property, including when they were in their swimming pool with baby Archie. Jim Murray is near their home with the latest. Jim? Thank you, Deb. Harry and Meghan probably thought they'd be safe from prying eyes when they moved into Tyler Perry's estate in a gated community in the Hollywood Hills. But now they're facing a new threat to their privacy, drones flown by paparazzi photographers. According to the LAPD, the drones were first seen flying over the property on May 9th, then again on May 19th, 20th, 21st, and May 25th, Memorial Day. Police confirmed the incidents, calling it an ongoing drone issue. The couple recently volunteered to bring food to the needy during the COVID crisis. It's not known who notified cops about the drones, Megan or Harry, but the calls were made to a non-emergency police number. According to the website, The Daily Beast, Megan and Harry said that a drone flew just 20 feet above them as they played with their son Archie by the pool. Tyler Perry's estate is estimated to be valued at $18 million. It's situated on a hill, offering magnificent views of downtown Los Angeles and the ocean. But it's also near a popular hiking trail, which was reopened as the region relaxes its COVID-19 lockdown orders. Green mesh has been installed for additional privacy. Harry and Meghan have been paying for their own security ever since the president tweeted last March that the United States would not pay for their protection. It's been nine years since the United States launched a spacecraft carrying astronauts. And there was a lot of excitement for today's planned launch of the SpaceX at Cape Canaveral. It would have been an historic moment, but the weather had other ideas. 
Disappointment today after bad weather forced SpaceX to scrub the launch of their first ever human crew into space. We are not going to launch today. You are go for 5.100 launch scrub. Hours earlier, astronauts Bob Banken and Doug Hurley prepared for takeoff and were strapped in and ready to go. The eyes of the nation were glued to Florida's Kennedy Space Center. President Trump and the First Lady were there. Kelly Clarkson virtually performed the national anthem. The excitement harkens back to the grand days of the 1960s, when America watched in awe as the race to the moon played out with spectacular launches. Back then, legendary CBS anchor Walter Cronkite led the live coverage. What? <laughs> During today's attempted launch, the astronauts wore sleek new spacesuits, replacing the bulky gear we're so familiar with. The new pressurized suits were designed by, of all people, Hollywood costume designer Jose Fernandez, who created the superhero costumes for Wonder Woman and Batman. Dr. Andy Aldrin, son of legendary astronaut Buzz Aldrin, sheds light on the technical improvements of the new spacesuits. They've made um, a huge effort to make it more comfortable, more streamlined. It's just something that's, I think, is much more suited to maybe normal people in commercial activities. The two veteran NASA astronauts have been best friends for 20 years. They are both married to astronauts. There they are giving their families virtual hugs. They've been in strict quarantine, taking extra precautions during the pandemic. SpaceX has experienced a string of 62 successful missions after suffering a setback in September 2016 when an explosion rocked their launch pad. Now we have to wait for the backup date of May 30th to witness the launch that will inspire and uplift a nation. Data from this mission will play a role in SpaceX being certified to ferry astronauts to and from the International Space Station. Now a quiet reminder that kindness can be found everywhere. Emma Cogliano with the story of an Amazon driver who delivered both a package and a blessing. An Amazon delivery woman says a little prayer, then crosses herself before heading back to her van. The kind gesture was recorded on homeowner Raquel and Derek Pearson's doorbell cam in Idaho. When I noticed she was praying, I was really taken aback and I choked up. Their eight-month-old son, Lucas, has a congenital heart defect, making him high risk for COVID-19. They're doing everything to minimize his risk, including ordering online all the special supplies he needs. To thank their delivery drivers, they posted this note on their door. We have an infant with medical needs and online deliveries are essential to his health. You are helping keep our son alive and well. Monica Salinas was delivering an Amazon package when she saw the message. That's the kind of stuff that makes my heart cry, and I felt, I felt the need to, you know, to pray. What did the note say that, that touched you? The food that we are delivering saves this baby every day. So what was Monica praying for underneath the mask? God, Heavenly Father, please protect this family. Help them get through another day. Please don't let them go without and baby just grow up to be strong. And then I just said, amen, and I blessed myself and got on my way. It's just emotional to see somebody, a stranger, you know, take the time out of their day and uh, send positive energy our way. Monica, who's also a musician, had one more surprise for the Pearsons in the form of a song for Baby Lucas. Amen to that. 
sweet story. We'll be back with more right after this. Next, Chrissy Teigen. She's getting her breast implants taken out during the pandemic. He's the doctor who reportedly put them in. I've heard that she is having her implants removed, and I wish her the very best. Plus, Hot Dog Nation. The return of the hot dog as America's favorite meal. Why is it now the go-to food during the pandemic? They have an Americana nostalgia to them. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Model Chrissy Teigen pretty much shares everything on social media. And now she's told her Instagram followers that she's having her breast implants removed. Chrissy Teigen is getting major surgery. The TV personality will be removing her breast implants. Teigen made the revelation after receiving backlash for posting video of her getting tested for COVID-19. One more side. Not bad at all. Ridiculous goes one harsh comment. The privilege of getting medical care inside the convenience of your home. In response, Tegan opened up about why she got tested. A lot of people are understandably curious and nosy, so I'll just say it here. I'm getting my boobs out. They've been great to me for many years, but I'm just over it. I spoke with plastic surgeon Dr. Stafford Brumod. He would not confirm or deny reports that he gave Tegan the implants a decade ago, but Tegan did give him a shout out during an award show in 2014. I want to thank Dr. Stafford more than anything, so thank you so much, Dr. Stafford. Do you need to get tested for COVID-19 if you have this surgery? Well, this is a new era we're in. We don't really know. And the standard is if you're going to have surgery or anesthesia, that you get tested 24 to 48 hours before to know that you're COVID negative because it puts the patient and the team at risk. Tegan, who is married to singer John Legend, is the latest in the new trend of women getting their implants removed. Three years ago, we spoke with these former Playboy playmates who also all took theirs out after they say they experienced serious health issues. One of them was Karen McDougal, who famously claimed she once had an affair with Donald Trump before he was president. I never thought they would be toxic or dangerous or have any kind of effect on your health ever. I never, had I known that, I would have never gotten them. Agreed. Tegan says she's looking forward to the surgery. I'd like to be able to zip a dress in my size, lay on my belly with pure comfort. No biggie, so don't worry about me. All good. Roughly 29,000 American women have their breast implants removed every year. When we come back, how the hot dog has become the number one comfort food of quarantine. You could call it the official food of the pandemic, hot dogs. Even the worst cook can make them. And as Megan Alexander reports, they've been flying off the shelves. Yummy, yummy. The big quarantine surprise is that hot dogs are flying off the shelves. It seems that everyone's eating them. They're delicious. Everybody loves them. They, they have an Americana nostalgia to them. Grocery store sales of hot dogs have spiked by a whopping 123%. Some food companies are increasing their production due to the demand. Stu Leonard of Stu Leonard's Grocery Stores says the uptick has been impressive. We sold 150,000 hot dogs last week. One reason families are stocking up is because hot dogs can last 10 months in the freezer. 
Another contributing factor in the surge, kids being stuck at home. My boys love a good hot dog, and they're super easy to make. I just put them on the grill. You can also boil them or even put them in the microwave. You can't mess up a good hot dog. At the legendary Nathan's restaurant in Coney Island, New York, we found customers wearing masks as they waited in line for the ultimate comfort food. In this case, the classic hot dog with all the works. Very comforting. It's like the best hot dog I've ever had before. In fact, the first hot dog stand opened in Coney Island back in 1867. When we come back, the crazy contraption one family invented during quarantine. An epic domino effect next. Finally today, whatever you've been doing to kill time during the lockdown, we bet you can't top this. Check out this crazy trick shot. It took a team from New Jersey two months to build. Watch it all play out until the end, three minutes later. Nice job. Yes! Very cool. That is Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. Stay safe, and we'll see you again tomorrow. When you're committed to raising the standard, you're bound to ruffle some feathers. At Happy Egg, we like to say we farm differently. But in reality, we produce eggs the way people used to, by partnering with local small family farmers who raise our happy hens on eight or more acres. Because in our opinion, farming shouldn't be complicated. It should be happy. Choose happy with Happy Egg. Visit happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy Egg. Hey, everybody. John Stewart here. I am here to tell you about my new podcast, The Weekly Show. It's going to be coming out every Thursday. So exciting. You'll, you'll be saying to yourself, TGIT. Thank God it's Thursday. We're going to be talking about all the things that hopefully obsess you in the same way that they obsess me. The election, economics, earnings calls. What are they talking about on these earnings calls? We're going to be talking about ingredient to bread ratio on sandwiches. And I know that I listed that fourth, but in importance, it's probably second. I know you have a lot of options as far as podcasts go, but how many of them come out on Thursday? I mean, talk about innovative. Listen to The Weekly Show with Jon Stewart wherever you get your podcasts. This is Stephen Colbert, here to talk to you about The Late Show Pod Show, which is our podcast of the Late Show with Stephen Colbert. I'm here with my producer, Becca. Becca, what can people expect on the podcast? The extended moments, for sure. For instance, if I'm talking to Tom Hanks for like 20 minutes, only 14 of that ever makes it to air because we just don't have time. And Tom's a jabberjaw. You know, he's a chatty Cathy. But it's all gold because it's Tom Hanks, and we put that on the podcast. We do. Yeah, that's value added. Listen to The Late Show Pod Show with Stephen Colbert wherever you get your podcasts.